Welcome in, everybody, back to another episode of Dom That's True. Owen, how are you doing? Owen, hasn't unmuted his mic. Owen, how are you doing now? How are you doing now? I'm the king of doing that, actually. I'm the king of doing that. I'm used to good old boy Truman being muted and me going like this to him. But, yeah, you know. see, but the people on Spotify or Apple Apple Podcasts don't get to know when I'm muted because then we have to restart the entire episode. <laughs> but just for that, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep that in so everybody knows. <laughs> You're gloating in this. All right, yes, uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing, doing great. great. I'm happy to happy to be, have been here for like you know six whole months. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about it later. But yeah, we're. Yeah, we're right on. Cruising. It. We're cruising. Uh, yeah, this is this is about our half year mark here. I think this is episode I believe this is episode yeah. 26, which is why Yeah. Uh, I never even updated the <laughs> my stream title. But of course uh, not. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. See, we're we're really we're really on it today. Uh, yeah, dude. Tuesday sun was sun was out. It was decently warm. It was it was around sixty around here. What about your neck of the woods? Uh, fifties ish. It's a little cooler here right now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's winter in the desert. I mean, well, actually, no, it's just it's it's just it's coming now, out. Huh? We're coming out. We're coming out of it. Yeah, but it's it's always going to be a little more mild than uh, like the Midwest for for every yeah, season. I, so, I'll tell you, I saw a swarm of gnats today, and I was pissed. I would be pissed. I saw a bunch of bugs flying off the side of the road, and I was like, son of a bitch. I it's forgot in, that in, happens in, when it gets springtime. That's incredibly upsetting. We really don't have many bugs down here. I'll tell you what. I don't get <sighs> many, many bug bites during the summers. It's pretty nice. Pretty, Must be nice, dude. Pretty nice. Yes. Oh, welcome in, everybody. We're back with another episode of Dom That's True. Of course, I am Truman, the Steen Machine, Steen, as found on Twitch or Twitter or TikTok now. But uh, as always, I'm also joined by Owen Domination Seven Dom on Twitter and Twitch and not TikTok because he's not cool. Not enough. I, I do have a TikTok, but I'm I'm oh, not gonna make like oh, stream stuff with it. Oh, I, ha- I have it on there to view, not to create. Right. Oh, I'm doing I'm doing a little bit of both now. Oh, that's okay. right. In case in case I wasn't toes. flooding everybody else's socials on everything else with stream stuff, now I get to flood TikTok with it. Really looking to reach out to the that younger audience, huh? Yes. Get them get yeah. them interested mm-hmm. in sports. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, yeah, so let's stop talking about TikTok. Talk a little bit more about sports. Uh, as always, we'll start with the NHL here. We'll do our Isles Week in Review, then we'll talk about our Western Division Preview, and then uh, then we'll do some Hockey Terms of the Week, Hockey Strategy of the Week, and then we're even going to talk a little bit, a smidgy widge, a throwback of NFL Free Agency. We're going to talk a bit, about, a bit about that, and then we've got, we've got a nice little top five for you down, down there later. Uh, but let's start it off with uh, where we always like to start it off, the Isles Week in Review. Owen, the Isles have scored five points since the last time we saw them. They, uh, they picked up two wins this week and one overtime loss, and you're not going to believe to who it, who it was against. Um, the, the San Jose Sharks. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, Mero, uh, you're only um, playing in the division. Oh. Oh, oh. Um, sorry, I wasn't paying attention because, you know, I didn't I didn't watch the game. No, I'm just joking. I watched the game. I'm playing coy. Was it the Penguins, Truman? It's the Penguins again, of course. The, the Penguins have just kind of had the Islanders number, except when... Their rookie goalie, uh, Ila Sorokin, uh, had another shutout this week against yeah, the Penguins. I watched, yeah, I saw so, that. That was so, awesome. Yeah, I so the Islanders, the Islanders lost 4-3 to the Penguins in overtime. And then the next next time they played, which is like, I think two days later or whatever it was, the Islanders rookie goalie had another shutout. And they yeah, they well. picked out, uh, they're kind of cruising right now. We Remember we said last week that these next couple of stretch of games would be really important. Mm-hmm. Then they absolutely dumpstered the first place team, scoring seven goals on them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And are currently Truman, uh, if correct me if I'm wrong, uh, on a streak of seven out of eight points possible me... uh, uh, in their last uh, four games. In their last four so. games, they've scored seven out of eight points. That feels about right. Yeah, right. Three. Yeah. Three wins in their last four ga- in their last four games with the overtime loss being the only loss. So, yeah. Yeah, we're. I believe we're within a point of first place now, right? Uh, hard to say. Hold on, let me check. Let me check. You know, we always like to bring the most correct facts when we're here on Don. That's true. Um, 
Well, technically they're two games back right now. Uh, they're two points back, but if they beat the New Jersey Devils today, then they will be tied for first. But they'll be a nice. game behind the is Capitals. Game not, is that game going on right now? My, the game is blind? going on right now. Uh, it's zero oh, zero at the end of the second period. But oh wow, okay, I'm gonna have to pull that one up. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, pull that video up. <laughs> yeah, right. It will be. You guys can. You guys can always uh, take sol solace in knowing that we are definitely watching hockey in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> yeah. You know, no problem. Yeah. No probably not. Uh, but yeah. But so yeah, the Islanders are, I think, somewhat finding a groove here. They're they're stealing points here and there. I mean, and and you know, again. <laughs> As crazy as it is, in the last, uh, hold on, let me get this number right. Three, six, nine, twelve. In the last twelve games, they've only lost to the Penguins. Wait, what? Are you serious? Yes, in their last twelve games, they've lost three so games, dumb. and they were all to the Penguins. Four, one, three, That's, two, and four, three. That is so dumb. Wait, but we've already played five out of our eight games against the Penguins, right? Oh, at least, right? Because we've won. Because we, two, four, five, six, six of the eight games against the Penguins. Dude, that's great. Because that, if they're See, the only ones that can beat we're us, gonna, we're gonna there ain't nobody cruise, cruise into the end of the season. We just beat the Boston Bruins 7-2. to Are you kidding me? We're not getting stopped. We're, no one's stopping us right now. Yeah, we're actually, we're actually tied with the Boston Bruins right now for second place in the division. Well, yeah, so basically all that needs to happen is for us to keep winning the games and then the Penguins to just slowly stay where they're at mm -hmm. in fifth place and not make the playoffs. And then nobody can beat us. And that's just, yeah, there we go. Yep. It's just, it's just yep. so clear to me now. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy for sure. <laughs> Easiest double of all time. Yeah, they're tied with, they're actually, the Islanders are actually tied with the Philadelphia Flyers. They've had, uh, those two teams have both gone 6-2-2, two, and two, as in two regulation losses, two overtime losses in their last 10, which is tied for best in the division, both the Islanders and the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, there you go. There's a few teams that have won six but lost four games in regulation. So nobody's – nobody's. they've had 14 points in their last 10 games, and, every, and the close, next closest is 12 points. So – Again, I think the Islanders are kind of hitting their streak. And uh, I know everybody listening to the podcast have become huge Islanders fans since we've uh, started doing this. I know that we've probably doubled the Islanders fandom in Kansas and Missouri. Um, <laughs> or people that know who the new, know where the Islanders play in the NHL. We've probably doubled that in Missouri for sure. But uh, in Kansas. Um, but, you know, the thing about the Islanders is they're not a flashy team. They're not going to beat the shit out of some team. It's going to be a lot of close wins or a lot of overtime losses and stuff like that. I think like seven to two is a rarity. That is a rarity. Yeah, it's that it's was like stomped. like that games like that are kind of like uncommon. I would say in 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 the NHL, like I would say it happens thirty percent of the time. Maybe that you get like well, a, like a seven to two win. Fucking, well, I, th I think we should just like translate it into like scores. Like a seven to two win is like a, uh, like a, like a twenty eight to three win. Like like a forty nine. Like well, I mean, if we just translated touchdowns, forty nine fourteen. I mean, if you think about it like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's an absolute dick slapping, and uh, it just doesn't happen that often for the Islanders, and it doesn't happen often for many like a lot of teams, but it happens even less often for the Islanders. I would say it happens right. half. The Islanders get half of those kind of games, but they also don't have those games happen to them that much. And I think that's all just, uh, I think that's all coach. I think that's all coaching, the coaching right. style of the one, the only Barry Trotz, who is the, yeah. the head coach of the New York Islanders, one of the greats. For sure. For sure. And yeah, I, I like you just said, I, I agree completely. The Islanders are just more of a defensive team. So yeah. you don't really expect them to score that many goals. And, so when players like J.G. Paggio and Beauvillier just come out of nowhere and just slap the puck around, especially against a former Islanders goalkeeper, which I think got Black. into, I think it got into his head after they scored that third goal, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he just lost it. I mean, yep. five goals in a period is insane. H but Halak would always do that when he played for the Islanders. Yeah. So for the record, what was it? Yosef? Yosef Halak? Uh, Yaroslav. Yaroslav Halak. Uh, play is a, is a now a goaltender for the Boston Bruins. He used to be the backup goaltender for the New York Islanders, or maybe the main goaltender. It was always him and Grice, and Grice yeah, was still well, the I mean, backup. I don't. But then he got like hurt. Right, and... they were kind of on a platoon. It, it's like 
like your catchers in MLB, like one catcher should catch most of your games, but once or twice a week you should see the backup catcher because that's because right. it's just a strain on the body. Unless you're Ned Yost, and then you play the catcher every single game that you possibly can all the time, no matter what. Uh, because that's yeah. what Ned Yost does to, to his catchers. A little Royals reference there for everybody. But <laughs> uh, we're, we're crossing we're crossing genres. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Halak used to be an Islanders goaltender three years ago, three, four years ago, right when we yeah. started when we started watching the Islanders in college, five, right. to, five to six years ago. Uh, it was it was Halak and Grice. Neither of them play yeah. for the Islanders anymore. Grice was on the team till last year. They let him go this year uh, to make room for this rookie. He's been playing really well. Uh, you know, Sorokin. I mean, um, super funny because I thought Grice played better in, in the uh, in the playoffs than Varlamov did, which is really weird. Well, it's one of those things where when you see the same goalie all the time. When that one goalie comes in for one game out of ten, and he make and he has a great game, everyone's like, "Why aren't we playing Grice all the time?" Yeah, oh, right. Because that's what try happened. Is, is we were we were down versus the Lightning. We uh, Varlamov had an awful game the first game, awful. Like allowed like nine goals, but they had to travel to Canada and play in like a day. <laughs> like they had turned right. around. It was it was insane after a seven game series when the other team hadn't played a game when they finished up their game at like five games or whatever. It was mm-hmm. it was it was bad, and the, and the first game was like nine one or something ridiculous, and then they lost in overtime in game two, or they lost like at the buzzer, like with like three or eight seconds left or something. Oh like yeah, in the last ten, it was awful. But and then Grice came in for game three, and he won the game, and everyone's going, I don't know, should we be playing Grice? And it's like, no, you shouldn't be playing Grice. It's just, <laughs> yes, yeah. But uh, uh, prisoner of circumstance. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Uh. But, I don't know, you got anything else to say about the Islanders? Uh, somebody says, let's talk puck stick. And see, that's what, that's what we're that's, trying, that's, that's, how, that's, that's what we're doing. We're teaching people about the puck stick game, for the sure. puck stick boxing game. Right, that's what, this, that's what this podcast is about, is the puck stick. There you go. Yes. But Wait, no, I, I don't have anything else to say. I mean, seven out of eight points. Uh, still looking to finish, finish up this, uh, you know, I told you three, four, five game stretch. Yep. Uh, we're playing game four right now. Um, well, the New Jersey Devils aren't aren't world beaters for sure, but uh, right. But the stretch is the important. But yeah. Actually, you know, we're actually already through the stretch that I talked about. Yeah, we are through the stretch. We had to play Pittsburgh, uh, four out of six games, and then we had to play Boston in one of those other games, and then now we get to play New Jersey, then Buffalo three times, then Boston again, then New Jersey three times. So this is where you need points. This is where. You've owned the Buffalo Sabers. Uh, the New Jersey Devils are, aren't good. You've gotta, you've gotta convert these next seven games or eight, eight games where you're playing four against New Jersey, three against Buffalo, and one, one against Boston. I mean, I think you're aiming for that's eight games. So I'm gonna put a high, high park on it, high, high point on it. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna say you're aiming for 14 points. I say, I say you aim to win six, tie two out of those next eight. Uh, I mean, overtime lost two, or win seven, lose lose one, or you know, 13, yeah, yeah. 13, 14 points. I think you feel good about where you're at after those eight games. But yeah, I'm with you. again, that's a high mark. Obviously, winning all eight would be sixteen points. One oh point yeah, I'm with overtime you. losses, the, but yeah. The, I mean, the Bruins are real good, so you need to stack up the points against the worst teams. And this is like, like I like I always reference with soccer. Uh, this is something that needs to ha- that happens in soccer too. Uh, mm-hmm. The true measure of how good a team is isn't necessarily how well they play in their big games it's how they play in the games that they should win yeah it's taking care of those bad games uh but let's move on to talk about the rest of the nhl we're we've got the final division owen the uh the honda west division we are doing our final uh division preview of the nhl and then we'll uh you know probably replace it with some more nhl content or maybe a little more other sport content when it comes up Huh? Yeah, maybe uh-huh. maybe we'll change it into how to bet on the puck stick. Maybe we'll talk. Maybe we'll add a little <laughs> a little sports betting for everybody. Ooh, just a little sprinkle. You know me, I could always I could always yeah, check have out a little 10 bit minutes. of sports betting as a treat. I could always I I could always plug out ten minutes of, of sports betting. Somebody in our chat's talking about how his buddy's making them lose money betting on the puck stick. So idiot, that's tough. That's tough. That's what you get for listening to Penguins fans. Um, not that's what you get for not listening to Owen's lock of the week. That's oh, what you get. Owen, do you want me to try to name all 
eight teams in the West this time. I know we made you do the, the Can East. you give it a go? You know what? This one's, this, one's a, this one's a bit easier if you just remember one state, but... Um, yeah. I was there I like would four like... teams in one state, and then I just got to think of everybody else. Oh, uh, there's three teams in one state, there's only and three? then everybody else. I guess there's only, no, there's only three. Teams. Well, okay, so let's start off with California. Yep. You have the the Anaheim Ducks, you have the LA yep. Kings, and you have the San Jose Sharks. Yep. Good job. Is wow. that really the three? Yep. Okay, St. Louis Blues, because that's the weird one. Yep. Colorado. Right, Colorado Avalanche. Yes, sir. Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yep, two, uh, three more. I mean, two more, two more, two more. Arizona Coyotes. Yep, and the last one. This one's the weirdest one, in my opinion. Dallas Stars. No. No? Are they in the Central? Uh, Dallas are in the Central. Oh, is it the Minnesota Wild? It is the Minnesota Wild. Minnesota Wild. Wild. It's right on that line. I knew it had to be somebody that was down, down the center of the U.S. because the yeah. Blues are in the West, so I know that it had to be somebody like... Chicago, Dallas, Minnesota, one of those, one of those. Yeah, weird it's like a curving line. down d- right. to the left diagonal yeah. line. Right. Gosh, around that, those Texas teams. Gosh, that guy who's betting on Puckstick is on an eight-game losing streak in the chat. F's in Jeez, the chat. Bud. F's, F's. If you're listening to the podcast at home. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, so that's so that's your eight teams in the Honda in the Honda West. Uh, if you had to, if you had to go, uh, let's see the standings. Have it. I believe the Golden Knights are on top. Correct. Yes. And then it's yep. So it's Vegas Golden Knights, St. Louis Blues, Minnesota Wild, Colorado Avalanche, Los Angeles Kings, Arizona Coyotes, San Jose Sharks, and the Anaheim Ducks. That's first yep. to worst in the in the West. Uh, uh, I'm not going to give you points totals, but only ten points from first to last. So that's not bad. But uh, it's as opposed to 19 points in the North, 13 points in the East, and. 14 points in the central. So the, so the west is the closest division. Right. But it's kind of a facade. Cuz the the Golden Knights uh winning 7 out of their last 10, currently on a 3-game win streak, 16 goal differential. It's pretty good. Uh a, a point above second place and 4 games in hand. It's the third best goal differential in the league. Yeah. 4 4 games in hand, a point up from second place. Yeah. But only one game in hand versus the third place team, and only two points ahead of them. So yeah, and so I mean, I think those those top three are your locks to make the playoffs in the West. Uh, that would be the Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues, and Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those teams, the Wild, finally getting good for my buddies up in Minnesota. I yeah. know that they've had a lot of young talent for a while, and it's mm-hmm. the Wild's turn to finally you know be good and be able to challenge for this division. Yes. Um, but I don't see anybody outside of those three challenging for the division. Uh, I mean, the Avalanche, really good right now. the Avalanche had a good run in the playoffs last year. They played really well. Um, they're, they're in that fourth place slot. They've got a game in hand. They're up a point on the Kings. They're up two points mm-hmm. on the, on the other team that they have two games in hand on. And, uh, the team that they're even with their five points ahead. So I think you could feel pretty good about those four. Again, we're, you know, halfway through the season almost. Right. Um, but not quite. Like we're just, like two fifths of the way through the season. I 40%. can only see, I can only see those three teams. And honestly, like I love the Wild and they're great, yeah. but yeah, I think I can only see Vegas or St. Louis coming out of this division. Right. And I think I and I think that you and I will both agree that the Golden Knights are just a juggernaut of a team. I would say what, but who is your favorite team in this division? Oh, and we always do favorite team, favorite player. What's who's your favorite team in this division? Um, rooting for or cheering for? I mean, I, I'm partial to the Wild, but I also have a lot of obviously being from Kansas City. Not everyone is as strong-willed as us and hating St. Louis. Yeah. So I, I'm partial to the Blues as well. Blues fans have always honestly treated me well. I haven't had really any problems with Blues fans. So I'm partial to the Blues. But I do like the Wild out of all these teams. I think they're the most fun. All of their games are insane. Interesting. Um, so here, let me read you some score lines over their last... Uh, let me just read you their last... Would six. you say their games are kind of wild? I would say that. Thank and you. they also have probably the best logo in hockey. I don't think uh, any logo beats their team's logo. Uh, I don't know. The Vegas the, Golden Knights. The Wildcat with the sun over the Minnesota Lake, dude, that's that's amazing. It's just there's a lot going on there that makes it hard to see. Yeah, I just think it's I guess I forget. Okay. I guess I've never noticed in my life that that is a Wildcat. 
This is the oh, first really? time that I've noticed that's a wildcat. Yeah, once you notice that's a wildcat, okay, the maybe logo that becomes... then that is a pretty cool logo at that point. <laughs> right. I always thought notice... it was a weird sun lake tornado thing. I never right. Noticed I, it I, I did wildcat. too. But once you realize what it's a wildcat, fuck? the logo becomes awesome. It becomes cooler. I don't know if it's the coolest logo in the NHL. Oh, I think but it it's becomes pre- a I think it's cooler pretty logo. Sick. Anyway, right, the last six games, uh, overtime loss to the Golden Knights, four to five. Yep. Then uh, the game before that, overtime win against the Kings, three to four. Then just a straight up win over the Kings, three to one. Mm-hmm. Then a drubbing of the Avalanche, six to two. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the Sharks, six to two, mm-hmm. and then the Anaheim Ducks, five to one. So Jesus. I mean, that's pretty high octane. That, that's some pretty that's some pretty crazy scoring. I feel like um, you can always count for a lot of goals in the West. I feel like that's how it was in the playoffs last year. Is that it was always like six five eight three one one seven. Yeah, I mean, all these like ridiculous scores. And yeah, like, to oh, add oh. on to your point, the Blues have seventy two goals for them, but they have an awful goal differential and have allowed seventy one goals. That's one, incredible. Plus one goal differential. That's incredible. Oh my gosh! Jesus. Every game's like five to four. I, I don't think I can handle that, dude. Yeah. Can you I, imagine? No. The Isles no. score three goals. I give us a seventy percent chance we're winning that game. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless they're putting in like two at the like at, at, in in the open net, or like or not even in the open net. I mean, if they're just putting in two at like the end and they're down five two, that's the only right. time I'm like, Meh. But yeah, if they score three, you, they're winning that game pretty much. Uh, I would have to say my favorite team is the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, if, if like. Not as much this year, but in years past, uh, they just they play so goddamn hard. They knock yeah. the shit out of people. They fight a lot. They score a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. It's what everybody wants in hockey is what Vegas Knights are. And everybody in the West fucking hates them because they think yeah. they're fucking goons and all this shit. Because they kind of are. But that's kind of what makes it fun. It's kind of what the what the more relaxed hockey teams are hockey fans are about is teams that are going to skate fast, score a lot and knock the shit out of you and fight a lot. And that's what the Vegas golden Knights are about. Well, and I, I feel like a lot of teams in the West still have gripes with them over, uh, Jack and their players from the expansion draft. I yeah, mean, yeah. Petrangelo to the golden Knights was a huge blow for the blues. Mm-hmm, I mean, they, mm-hmm. they still won the cup very recently, but I'm, I know that blues fans are still pissed about that. The flurry, the flurry. Uh, who's your favorite player? In the Western Division. Oh, it's got to be someone from the Knights. Um, I'm gonna, I, I can meme you and say it's uh, Steen from the. Or I think Steen actually just retired for the Blues. They had a. It's not quite my I last mean, name, but it was. It was like uh, close. Oh gosh. Yeah, I he mean, just retired. I, yeah. I think I think Mark Andre Fleury's awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. But also, I really love uh, Pacioretty, dude. Oh gosh, what a player! Interesting, yeah. But yeah, yeah I think you have to choose somebody from the Knights. I think, I think I, they're the most. And, and I, again, I was gonna go gold. I, I, it might, it might seem at this point. I think almost every time I feel like I've gone goaltender, except for when we've been in the Islanders division. But I love uh, that goalie duo there in Vegas. Obviously, there was kind of a, a, a source of drama last year in the playoffs is whether or not they would start Mark Andre Fleury or Robin Leonard, who was on the Islanders uh, yeah. two years ago, but they were like going back and forth on it and all this stuff. And, they, and both goal, goalkeeper goaltenders are incredible. And that's the, that's the yeah, hard part. Great. So I like Robin Leonard. I think he's a guy that like uh, won the, like the man of the year kind of award for talking out about uh, his mental health and stuff like that a few years back. And it was a lot of, right. I think he had, it was either stress or anxiety, one of those, and it really affects him. But he power throughs, power throughs. Oh yeah, it he, every he, game. he has. I believe it's crippling anxiety, just yeah. mm-hmm. incredibly high anxiety. And you watch him in the goal, and he's just, and he's just so good. You know, I think just, they call him what Kung Fu Panda or something like that. I think is what they call him, and it's. I, it's I don't remember. Yeah, they call him something funny. And they call Mark Andre Fleury the flowers. They're the something the flower, something flower. But yeah, it's. It's all it's all a lot of fun. I like both those goaltenders there in Vegas, and I like the way that the Vegas Golden Knights play. And they piss off my friends who are San Jose Shark fans, which is just an added bonus. <laughs> uh, imagine cheering from a team from California. Couldn't be me. All right, keeping with the hockey, keeping with the hockey theme. Owen, what is your hockey term of the week? What is Owen's? I'm gonna keep hockey it short and sweet week? this week, Truman. Uh, it's something that I was. Uh, 
thinking about doing last week and then oh. confused myself and then almost botched the uh, the icing explanation last week because uh -huh. of it. Uh -huh. But this uh, this time I am going to talk about offside. Um, yeah. It's real simple. Um, basically, you can't let the puck enter your attacking zone, which is, you know, from uh, the blue line to uh, the opposing team's goal. Mm -hmm. uh, you cannot enter that zone before the puck. Um, but it is interesting because in soccer, that that offside line is any like is your head or your leg, uh, any part of the body that can play the ball. Mm -hmm. In hockey, as long as any part of your skate is on the line, you're onside. You'll see and somebody, like, which, drag a toe or something. It, it For our Chiefs fans out there, think when Patrick Mahomes drug his toe versus the Houston Texans uh, in the playoffs two years ago right. to throw that touchdown to Travis Kelsey where he just barely drug it and that counted as a throw, think of that for offsides. Yeah, it's perfect. Either one of the skates uh, has to be on that blue line. Yep. And they have, <laughs> unlike football, they have like eight cameras ready to look for this, so yes. it's it's a call that I don't think I've I think I've I've seen it obviously get missed live, but I don't think I've seen a replay of it where they got it wrong. I've like there's been a few bang bangs, you know. Again, like not to reference the Chiefs again, but the Chiefs in the Super Bowl uh, against the 49ers that Damien Wilson touched Damien Williams touchdown where he like reached out at the end right as he stepped out and literally it was like what did you what did you call it you know and it's like it's got to stay right. that way i think i think there's a time that people go i don't know you know either way and people are get really mad about it i think the islanders had one last year in the playoffs where he was right on it and it was just like right but like in football know. you'll see stuff with like blatantly terrible calls and you're like how did you miss that yeah. i don't think the refs missed this one no. like unless obviously it's like a frame perfect you have to look frame by frame and right. something they don't have time for kind of thing but yeah so that's offside you just basically you just can't enter your attacking zone before the puck it's really simple for things like that and var replay and all that stuff i want whatever the fuck tennis has tennis dude i'm, the, I'm saying why can people not do what tennis does tennis does the thing where they where they go oh let's check let's check to see if it was in and then they pull up a perfect digital image of how that ball hit the line and they're like, it's in. And it's like, what? what's keeping us from doing that in, in, any, in all the other sports? Why is tennis the one that fucking knocks it out of the park? It's so confusing. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I don't know how we can't do it. But, yeah, you're right. Dude, that tennis thing is sick. It honestly, like, if you ever watch tennis and you're like, let's go to the replay board, you're like, oh, it's, like, actually exciting. But why can't we fucking do that for other sports? I don't know. Because you got to have a ref go up there and go, they don't even do it it's for baseball. It's allowed. That, yeah. That's that's the most confusing. How how can they not do it for baseball? Yeah, baseball seems I mean you could probably put like if it's a chip or something in there. I mean, you know, fucking put a chip in the baseball, you know. I mean, have you ever opened up a baseball? We know you, you could definitely put it inside that rubber core yeah, for sure. Right. We know you guys are juicing the balls baseball. Come on, just put on a put a chip in there while you're doing it. It's, <sighs> yeah, that would be nice. That'd be nice. But yeah, um, offside, yeah. they don't really miss it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good points good points i like it a lot uh for my hockey strategy of the week we are going to talk about the odd man rush we were debating on whether or not this is a hockey strategy or a hockey term and we do this all the time is uh it doesn't really fucking matter we're gonna we're gonna call it a hockey <laughs> strategy i mean we call pulling the goalie i think we talked about power plays power plays aren't a strategy at all but i counted it and we talked <laughs> about it during the strategy segment and it wasn't a term but it's probably more of a term but Count it, count it. But, count but it. we're counting it. Uh, so count uh, today we're going to talk about the odd man rush. The odd man rush is uh, basically, so let's say, you know, you've seen it in uh, basketball and stuff like that. Yeah, a guy gets a, a guy gets a fast break. It's two on one. That guy is, uh, you know, trying to, one guy's trying to guard back and forth, back and forth. And then, and then the, they're passing it between the two guys. And the other guy finally throws it at the end. At, once they get down to the bottom of the court. And the other guy catches it and fucking dunks on that one defender who is that poor guy who is back. It's basically hockey's version of that. It's what they call an odd man rush. It's uh, generally three, three versus two or two versus one for the offense. And basically, you have a you have a guy fall down. <laughs> it's how it happens a lot. It's a it's a, a stolen pass or something like that. You know, again, it's a lot like basketball. Somebody fucks up. And then it puts one guy in a really bad spot. Normally, it's the guy who fucked up, too. 
and it's uh and you just got to have that kind of good chemistry you're passing it back and forth back and forth trying to find the right pass and uh they call they just call that the odd man rush it's three on two can be as effective as two i mean two on one is probably the most effective three on two is probably the next most effective again four versus three isn't really an odd man rush they're not going to call that right. an odd man rush that's, yeah you're never going to hear an announcer say oh odd man rush here yeah no that's not i mean you should uh, if there's three guys back i mean there should be i mean it, it's probably pretty controlled somewhat you probably just had two guys that streaked towards the goal didn't didn't convert now those guys are rushing back as the offense right. is transitioning it's right. not, it's nothing special uh so yes yeah, so the odd man rush is my hockey term of the week it's generally a three on two breakaway two on one breakaway uh you know and generally it's a lot of passing around or the guy just doesn't pass it and tries to sauce the goalie on his own and you call him selfish and you yell at matt barzell i mean nobody i mean it's you know it's no problem actually but matt barzell almost passes it to like a fault like he passes it and you're like you're fucking he got, he's like a, they're like they like they know not to cover him and then he passes it away and he tries to force it or just puts a terrible shot on goal and you're like what matt 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 we know you're so much better than this man it's true, yeah. But, uh, that's a fair assessment. You definitely, yeah. I mean, dude, you like, dude, just, just fu- fucking sauce it. Like, I don't. Yeah. yeah right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's again very exciting though, especially uh, you oh. get a lot of them in three on three overtime. I know we talked about overtime and we talked about power plays and all that, but almost everything. That's why overtime in hockey is so fun because almost everything's right. an odd man rush because somebody had to streak towards the goal to miss it and they missed the shot and then that entire team that entire defense is ready to go because it's a five minute period and they're ready to fucking skate their ass off and you can do a line change right. and all that stuff and uh yeah they're almost always ready to go hard for it so yeah uh oh, by uh, the way uh, uh, oh. the, uh the islanders look like they're avoiding overtime right now they had scored the opener oh nice uh yeah i got the ticker up Nice, nice, nice. Uh, Owen, any, any more questions about Odd Man Rush? I know you wanted to make sure that I went into depth on it and didn't just say this is two on one. No, no, you, two. no I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought you nailed it. You I thought you nailed it. it. All right, all right, all right. You feeling good? Feeling good? Yeah, yeah. Are you good. feeling healthy? You know, I am. And feel, all right, I've well, been, let's, let's talk about our, our health week recap. Yeah, i kind of been, you know, once again, just building off what I did uh, last week, just mm-hmm. making small, healthier choices. Mm-hmm. Um just to continue my journey, uh, I I brought up my skateboard again. As you oh, know, uh, I'm a big longboard guy. Been le- but I uh, got myself a skateboard last summer, mm-hmm. and I haven't I haven't really used it. Mm-hmm. Been trying to teach myself how to how to skate. So, been just mainly working on how tight I want t- my board so I Toit. can bounce properly. Toit. And I might uh you know just start. It's kind of rough on asphalt. And the asphalt in my neighborhood kind of got redone, so it's all bumpy because they did it really quick because it was a really shitty job. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to skate in my neighborhood. I like vibrate the shit out of my legs, and it's. But um, I digress. Just you know, making small choices like uh, working really hard to to bring a lunch uh for work. Yeah. Uh, always. Yeah. Uh, and like tonight, my family had Chipotle, and I always get a burrito, but. I, tonight I didn't. I got a bowl, and that's Finally just like that. Finally, the bowl saves three hundred and twenty calories yeah. to not not instantly. give a tortilla. Yeah, it's instantly. Instantly, so. and you don't even think about it, honestly, right? How bad was it? You know, how bad was having a bowl? No, I, I, I it was probably honestly a little bit more meat. So yeah, I just love that you can mix it up, and you just get to mix it up as much as you want. I know some people are like, yeah. "What? You mix up your bowl? I just eat it." It's like that's crazy. You're, no, dude, you gotta shake that psycho. shit. You got it. Yeah, you always get the lid. Even if I go to the restaurant, I'm like, "Can I get a lid?" Just because I want to mix the fuck out of it. Yeah, you, you know, shake it, yeah. you know, when you used to be able to eat in restaurants and stuff, that was so fun. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no. Uh, so just really just making small decisions. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, been skating, uh, been working out. So just looking forward to continuing it. Yeah, I've kind of, kind of, I got to get back into the working out. I uh, like, I lost that first initial weight burst. And we talked about it. Is, is those first few pounds come off easy, and then it's about getting, right. it's about maintaining and getting through those next percentages. And obviously, we've got the first weigh in of the weigh in of the competition coming up this month. In about three oh, weeks, I'm, I'm calling it. We're doing it in three weeks, March 23rd. That way, that uh, that way, we don't have to do it after your birthday. When oh, yeah, I assume we'll be drinking and you'll, you know, go fucking yeah, have, have some fun and stuff. Yeah, so I'll go, I'll go insane. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, twenty fourth birthday, gotta fucking throw up. Um, but <laughs> wait, hold on. What is that? What what day is twenty fifth? Isn't it like a? It's a Thursday. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> Turn up, dude. Got work tomorrow. Turn <laughs> up. Just, yeah, but that Friday for sure, for sure. But, oh, oh, 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, but all that being said, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll weigh in. But yeah, I definitely, I'm feeling that pressure. I gotta. I think I'm gonna start hitting those late night workouts again, like you were talking about. Mm. I think it's just. Yeah. I think you know. As young adults, you just get busy during the day, and you feel busy, and you're not that busy, but you feel busy for whatever reason. Right. So you end up not working out, you know, at lunch, or you don't wake up early enough in the morning. And then, But, like, 10 o'clock, you're like, well, you know, normally I go to bed at 11, so why don't I just work out for 45 minutes, take a shower for 15, and go to bed at 11 now? You know, I'm not doing shit right now. Right. I'm just I'm just messing around watching YouTube and hell I can work out and watch YouTube you know it's like uh, that's what I've been doing not gonna lie what uh, I have not worked out yet during this period without a YouTube video up but touched up on my uh like I talk about every time my speed running history yeah. my speed running history oh nice 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 so yeah I definitely uh am probably about to start hitting those late night workouts I wish my apartment gym would open because you know with everything going on I really don't want to go to like a like an actual gym gym you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Like, I, uh, I don't want to go with a bunch of strangers, but, like, when it's just me in a workout place, I, you know, where it's probably a high air change rate anyways because it's a workout space, I would feel better about that. But for whatever reason, my apartment is just, like, closed. Sorry, we're closed. And just hasn't That's said weird. anything about it. And I'm like, weird. Okay. That is weird. So that kind of sucks. But we're going to find a way. The weather's getting nicer, you know, maybe a little more lunchtime workout, maybe a little more some, 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 you know, but yeah, you're good. 21 days and we're going to, you know, I'm oh, shooting, I, I know I'm shooting for about two and a half percent, three percent right in there. That's the, that's, the, that's go. my goal that I want to hit. So we'll do the weigh in right before the show. And then you can, you guys can watch us like munching down on food. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or we'll, we'll do it the morning of the show or whenever you normally do your, whenever you normally do your weigh in, just do it then. I think yes, you weigh. Good. I think you weigh the least amount after that good old morning poop in the morning. So we'll do. We'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably weigh yeah, myself yeah, right get, after. Get everything that. cleared out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, with talking about shitty things. Oh, no, let's, oh, let's oh my. Talk, oh my. Let's talk about the NFL uh, free agency a bit. I want to talk about the NFL QB carousel that's, that could happen. Again, we've already seen uh, one quarterback already change places, and that is Carson Wentz has already gone to the Colts. And, you know, there's a few other names that could get moved around and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. Deshaun Watson uh, allegedly has told told Houston, the Houston management, Houston presidents, and new coaches and stuff that he does not want to play for the Houston Texans. He doesn't, he doesn't think he's going to play another snap for them, uh, depending on where you're at on that or whatever. Fine. But uh, so there's a possibility that, Deshaun Watson might move. Uh, Russell Wilson's always a name that gets on the trade block, it seems. Uh, Cam Newton, you know, is he going back to New England or is he going to move on to somewhere else? Derek Carr is one of those that, again, ends up on the trade block, it feels like, every year, and then they don't trade him, but didn't look like a world beater down the stretch. Marcus Mariota stepped in and played well. It's, you know, James I don't know. James Winston? James Winston. Well, James Winston might be the step in for the Saints, right? Yeah, I mean, or maybe the Saints. You know, Drew Brees hasn't officially retired yet, which is insane. That is insane. What the hell is going on there? But also, the Islanders are up two zero now. Um, oh, I know. They have, yeah, they scored pretty much back to back. They scored two goals. Yes, in like, sir. And after after not scoring a, a goal for fifty or for forty five minutes, they scored two goals in four minutes. So that's definitely sounds like our Islanders. That's for sure. Yep, there's Anders oh. Lee, baby, the captain. Oh, there you go, Cappy. Yes, uh, but yeah, true. I'll, get the, yes, I'll, I'll get this. Uh, I'll get the quarterback carousel started. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. I don't think I think uh, that that Deshaun wants to go somewhere, but I don't think like I think Houston management is stupid, but I don't think they're that stupid. They have been offloading everything, and that's the only reason why I have some doubt that he actually will be traded. Dak Prescott also hasn't been signed by the Cowboys yet. Probably going to get signed by the Cowboys. I'll say yeah, that. But. I mean, but if Houston, you know, Houston has like dealt or let go most of their pieces. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I, I'm putting it at like a 40% chance that he gets traded. Cause I, I think that he's so young that they can say, Deshaun, you're standing here for the re rebuild. Uh, we're not dumb enough to let, you know, the fourth or fifth best quarterback in the league go. But I, I mean, I... E e everybody's got their price. My only thing is like, who's going to, where's the landing spot? Like, that's what. Yeah, I, that's the only thing that gets me is I don't think the Panthers other... have been the Panthers have, are, are are the big one I think that comes up a lot. 
Uh, Washington football team always sounds like you're going to make a move. Alex Smith on the move also. Alex Smith isn't, isn't going to get re-signed. Uh, a list of notable free agents. Uh, Jameis Winston, Tyrod Taylor, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cam Newton, Mitchell Trubisky, Jacoby Brissett, and, and – did I say Dak Prescott? Uh, we talked about Dak Prescott earlier, but Dak Prescott, that's huh. where I saw it on that list. Uh, Jacoby Brissett and Tyrod Taylor probably out of the league. Again, a fair, of these, a fair of these are, are no names, right? Like Jacoby – again, Jacoby and Tyrod probably backups. Uh, Poor Tyrod, Mitch, though. Mitch Trubisky, did him dirty. Mitch Trubisky, probably a backup. Also, you know, maybe he goes, maybe he goes to like L.A. Maybe he goes to the Chargers or, and backs up. Or maybe know? the Bears just let him start again. Right. Yeah, that's the other option. Maybe you stick with maybe Nick they Foles pick and up Mitch that Trubisky and just keep going. Yeah, it's. Or I mean, I think you. I think the issue with Mitch Trubisky is I think it's like twenty-five mil or something like that for a second round for a second pick in the draft. Like Mahomes' fifth-year option was I think twenty mil or something like that on Damn. his rookie contract. He got drafted tenth. So Trubisky's is like probably in the twenty mil to thirty yeah. mil range, and he probably he might just retire. 15. He might just he might just be chilling. He might just Jay Cutler, you know. He probably deserves ten to fifteen mil. So I think that's the issue with uh, Mitchell Trubisky. But yeah, I mean, the I mean, one that I think is the most fun is uh, Russell Wilson to the to the Raiders. I think that one's the most I, fun. Dude, and then they always talk about, oh, fuck, uh, Deshaun Watson uh, to the Broncos. That's another one. Oh, Broncos. that's so stupid. Broncos the Broncos funds. are so Oh, the my God, are dude. So are the Broncos, Broncos going to draft another quarterback? Is Drew Locke the answer? We might be looking at uh, different Broncos might be one of those guys that's in the, in the mix there and that you don't think about because it's – Yeah, but there's – they ha- John Elway's such a moron when it comes to cor- evaluating quarterback talent that it's he's so – he, Dude – I can see it now. They're, the the Broncos are like, all right, let's let's list out the top thirty two quarterbacks in the league. They're putting Deshaun at like twenty four. Like, they're they're stupid up there. Dude, did you see that? Call it. Sorry, this is off topic, and uh, obviously we're just we're just chatting at this point in the podcast. But did you see that Colin Cowherd put Patrick Mahomes in his second tier of NFL quarterbacks for value to the team right now? <laughs> Dude, you know he's he had. Crazy. I think he had Rodgers. Brady, maybe Brady. I, maybe not. Maybe it wasn't Brady. I, I can't remember the list off the top of my head. Let me see, let me see if I can pull it up. You, if he's putting Patrick Mahomes in not the top tier, you know he's just baiting, dude. He's yeah. just he's just. Everyone's he's like just everyone's like it's just not even funny at this point, dude. Like we get it, we get it that you've got to get clicks on this, and the Chiefs fans will give you clicks. But Jesus Christ, man. Uh, it's just. I mean, <laughs> hold on. Let me see if I can pull up. Let me pull up this picture because I remember seeing it earlier. I think it's so funny. I think the people that the two teams outside of literally just the Chiefs fans that give the Chiefs the most respect are uh, are Broncos and Chargers fans, and then there's the Raiders, which are just like mind-bendingly stupid about their Chiefs takes. But I mean, oh gosh, dude, Cowherd, you know he's just farming clicks, dude. I know, I, I, I know. Even humor that. I know. Damn, I can't find the picture. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to find it. But yeah, they had Patrick Mahomes in the second ring of it, and it was like, what? Like Josh Allen was in the top <laughs> over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude, he's trash. No, wait, 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 wait. Let him post it. Then we can do that stupid thing that New England used to do—the hashtag underdog season that they would do. When they were obviously the best team in the AFC, mm-hmm. yeah, we could do that. Print some underdog shirts, dude. That's that's let's do it. Oh my god! Damn it, I can't find this photo now. But I'll tell you, it's just it was it was a bonkers thing. I think it was it was about value to the team, which uh, might be the only argument is because everybody loves to go, "Whoa, look at Mahomes' weapons," and then, which is so funny because anytime you talk about Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill being in the top five of of their of their position, it was like, well, if you put if you had them catching balls from Mahomes, then if you if you put blah 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 having catching right. balls from Mahomes, he would be a top he'd be a top three. Right. It's 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 it's, it's Mahomes Mahomes. is bad and his weapons are good, but also so, Mahomes is good and Travis Kelsey isn't the best tight end in the league. Right. Like, but also right, but also his weapons aren't the top in the league, but he's got the top weapons in the league, but they're not but they're not top because he. But they're top because of him. But not because of him. Um, yeah, basically yeah. that's you just you know you enter your right. eighth stage of con convolution, you blow up. So yeah, right, it's no, I, yeah, but uh, also uh, going back to the quarterback carousel real quick. Yes. I don't think the Seahawks are going to trade Russell Wilson. I just no. don't. Why? I think that's, 
I don't understand why this stupid rumor comes up every year. Oh, Russ's move on the move. Because he Russ like... should want to move. Because Russ is having an awful time there. I mean, he's just oh, he's boo, running for his I life won a all Super the time. Bowl and went to two. My life sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm just. I mean, you know. I got a super max and had the biggest contract in the league at one point. <laughs> I'll tell you, if Patrick Mahomes is running for his life next year, they're gonna say this, or running for his life all next season or the next like two seasons, the stuff will start to creep in. Yeah, yeah, it won't yeah, creep okay. in as much because of, Ma- of Mahomes' crazy ten-year deal. But if if Mahomes' career goes on that same trajectory that Russell Wilson was, because it, it was a meme about how Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes were on the same trajectory where they lost lost to Brady in the playoffs, won a Super right. Bowl, then lost to Brady in the playoffs again, or whatever it was, some amount right, of thing. Right. Or it was, it was Rookie of the Year or something like that. I don't know what it was. But it was like, oh, uh-oh. And it, but, but, like, legitimately, you know, if Mahomes goes on that trajectory where he's running for his life for two straight years and they can't and they can't you know make it back to the NFC or to the AFC Championship game or to a Super Bowl, then the then the, those 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 little chirps those chirpy chirps will start to yeah. But I mean, I'm just glad that Brett Veach is clearly not listening to Chiefs fans and saying get a wide receiver in the draft. Shut up! Oh my gosh! But Brett Brett Veach, you know, came out the other day uh, saying that they're going. to uh, offensive line and linebacker in the draft. Absolutely. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, that's the correct choice, Brett right. Beach, especially when you've got Lucas Niang and LDT coming back yeah. uh, from injury, along with you know young talent in Kalechi Osmele and well, Fisher, com- Ka- Fisher coming back. Kalechi Osmele, I actually saw this, is not – he's a free agent. So whether or not they re-sign him is to be determined. Interesting. <laughs> I hope they – I like KO a lot. I hope they sign him back. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that kind of dude that, like, like he's basically just the Chris Jones of the offensive line. Like, talking shit in your face. Nasty dude. I love right. him. So. Yeah, I'm a little more worried about Edge. Uh, you're losing Taco Charlton, K-Pass, and I think Okafor. Oh, K-Pass. K-Pass is yeah. – that's actually a lot bigger. He had he had a, did a really good job of maturing. Right, so if you don't um, re-sign any of those guys, then you've got to deal with an edge rusher as well. So, I, so like, I remember seeing D-Line on there, and I was like, fucking D-Line, is we got so much money spent in D-Line. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, shit, we don't have anybody else for the other end. Opposite yeah, but Brett, Brett Veach will just pull some dude about from Oklahoma, Eastern, South, Methodist, I'm sure, yeah, Wesleyan. Sure, 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 sure. In the I know. from from D three and he'll be a star. So just I know, I know, I know. We'll probably be all right in the seventh round. In the I, seventh, I'm round. more interested about D D line just because the Chiefs' offensive line has has Mitchell Schwartz, Eric Fisher, and LDT coming back, and we won't be swapping guys around at the last minute and having yeah, we'll be fine. We'll Super be fine. Bowl. So Brett Veach, Brett Veach has put like literally the best two draft classes, honestly, that we've seen in a long time back to back. Yeah, that's fair. So that being said, let's wrap it wrap it up with uh, kind of our non sports here stuff, uh, non sports stuff here that we always kind of do. Uh, we're uh, I, I mixed it up for you this one, and this one was a was a was a tough one for you. Yeah, for sure. It kind of hit you out of the blue, uh, but I was honestly sitting here and I was like, "This is a fun one." And I, I'm and I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make an adjustment on the fly. Sure. Uh, the top five for this week is. Top five songs that come on at a party or the bar. Mm, those are different. Those are different. Right, right. All right. Fair enough. All right, so with that okay. with that adjustment, you, you take the time to adjust your list. You have 10 seconds. Uh, my, my list is still the same. List is still the same? All right. Let's go. All right, so number five. Uh, this one's going to be specifically, more specifically geared towards parties, but I think everyone's going to like it the same, and that's Thunderstruck. Specifically... Because of the drinking game. Big pregame. It's a big pregame I mean, song. I mean, you don't really play rock that much at a party unless you're like there's some kind of outside event. Not nowadays. Then, then, yeah. If it's a big enough rock party, might be you played. Play the, but you if play you're at a, if you're at a house party and Thunderstruck comes on, mm-hmm. the the energy of the party rises because everybody in that party knows that somewhere they're playing the Thunderstruck drinking game, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then everyone scrambles to to find their spot because mm-hmm. it's a freaking awesome game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, number five, Thunderstruck. Number four for me, uh, Drake's "Money in the Grave." I th- just think that's a really great party song. Money in the it's Grave. It's a <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a song that uh, a lot of people know the lyrics to, mm-hmm. and it's just a pretty catchy rap song, and it's a really good length. I think it's around four minutes. So just a really good party song. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, just for 
junior year in general of college is that's Mo Bamba. Everybody our age just that will, one was hype. Just scream. That was, that was just a hype. scream that was at the a top of their lungs. For that for that like few for that full full year of junior year, anytime Mo Bamba came on, you go crazy. Yeah. I remember I remember the football game, uh we were at K State was actually pretty good our junior year and they were playing like Iowa State and we were coming back or something. We were playing a good team and we were like on the comeback and they played Mo Bamba and all the trombones. We were we were up in the stands, we went fucking insane. Like somebody who was on <laughs> my right ended up like three people down from me. And like we yeah. all had just like because it was just like a big old jump mosh. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's why and that's why Momov is coming in at a solid number three. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, number two, it's a little bit personal just because of my mm-hmm. fun experiences at parties in college, and that's uh, Da Vinci Notebooks, another Irish drinking song. Oh, and yeah, that's specifically did, did for that for like Manhattanites will know Fake Patty's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you blasting on Fake Patty's Day. Everyone starts uh, slapping tables. And obviously, the best lyric is, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink, and then we'll drink some more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Perfect party lyrics. And that's just, you know, I understand that most people probably won't even have that one on their list. But for me, just it's a little bit special. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And number one on this list, I think deservedly so. I think this should be on everybody's top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a song that uh, every party that you're at, it's a little bit of a throwback too. Mm-hmm. But that everybody will sing always, and that's Get Low. Interesting. Wow. Everybody, everybody knows basically every lyric to that song, and they will be just screaming it at the top of their lungs. This is going to blow your mind as we go yeah. into this. I have none of yours on my top no, five. No, I'm not, I'm not surprised at that and at all, And you have actually. none of mine on your top five. Yeah, I, th- I'm, I think I'm we surprised. thought different things when we were thinking about this. But yeah, Get, uh, get Low is a good one. Definitely shake my ass to it for sure. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I got a I, I got I got a rump shaker on here at nine in my number oh, rump five spot. Pharrell, is I got that a, you? I got a few rump shakers on the on the list. Uh, not on the <laughs> list, but a, a few that I definitely. Yeah, I went pretty. I, honestly, I went hard at the clubs and the bars for sure. I definitely expected us to have completely different lists just because of the volume of awesome party songs there are. Mm-hmm. Is just, it's it's too high. But yeah, get low at number one for me. I just think. <laughs> It's a really good party song. Interesting, interesting. All right, well, five, five to I, one. I could accept, I could accept arguments for Into Club as well. Wow, still none of the ones that I've got on my list. All right, five yeah, to one. So, yeah, so honorable honorable mention to Into Club. I, that, that's also a great song. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I got that. All a few honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, five Thunderstruck. Four Money in the Grave. Three Mo Bamba. Two Another Irish Drinking Song. And number one Get Low. Nice. Nice, interesting. Yeah, actually, so your songs that you had in there, your ash, your rump shakers that you had in there, I had to kind of add in one of my own there that I was like, you know what, I gotta have one rump shaker in here. Sure, sure. These sure. were all like sing along ones or, or dance ones, and I was like, no, no, I gotta, you gotta have one in there. And yeah, yeah, so yeah. my, uh, so, uh, so my honorable mentions, I, I would give one to Truth Hurts. I know that came out senior year. It was actually like, it came out like junior or sophomore year, but it didn't become popular until senior year, which is a weird yeah. part. But I think I ripped my jeans at a bar down here in uh, in the ABQ. Yeah, I remember that. Dancing to Truth Hurts. And uh, another fun story is I, I was at a bar and I took off my shirt down here when uh, Pony by... Oh, I can't remember the artist. It's the, it's in Magic Mike, but there is a... Here, I'll give it a look up for you. God damn it, I can't... Oh, by... It's like Genuine. Yeah, it's by Genuine. Yeah. Pony by Genuine yeah, is a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and a shout out for one that I know that you mentioned before the show when we were talking that you hated. Uh, Piano Man's one of those that everybody else really likes. I don't know the words to Piano Man. I really don't. <laughs> so... <laughs> what? I... Because I just... I wasn't... Uh, I've got I've got one of the other ones that you said that you hated on the list, but oh, no. I, but that one has a little more special. But yeah, I just I never learned the words to Piano Man, so everybody always puts my, it, like everybody always fakes like they don't know it or they like they don't want to sing because they're shy. I literally would sing it, I just don't fucking know the words. So <laughs> stop putting the mic in my face when Piano Man is on. I don't know Piano Man. All right, so number five, uh, the rump shaker of my list, I had Red Nose. It's a good one. Oh it's yeah. A good one. Uh, and also uh, about even with this, I put like gas pedal. I don't okay. uh, just a very, yeah. very uh, like 2013, 2014 kind of song that came out that when yeah. it comes on, a lot of people are like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I forgot this existed. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you know, it's it's just it's a nodder. You know, it's it's a good one. Uh, number four. 
And this is the one that was a, a little, a, 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 a rather bit cringe, mate. Uh, <laughs> number four, I have Bohemian Rhapsody. I think that's oh. one of those. I think it become it became it got overplayed in a weird way. It got overplayed in like the early twenty, the late two thousands, early twenty tens. I don't know what happened, but during our middle school to high school phase, they played it a lot, and then we were, and then I was sick of it. And I don't know if maybe that's just an age thing, and then. Like, as an adult, you're like, okay, I'm kind of tired of hearing this song. But, like, I feel like during the 90s, like, it did not get played as much. And then something happened in the 20s, tw- 2000s, and 2010s where they're like, oh, parties? Let's fucking play this song. Because everybody will sing it. And then everybody got sick of singing at parties. So, Bohemian Rhapsody, we sang it at Nerd yeah. Camp was a fun one. So, that's why I, uh, I remember there it. There you go. Uh, number three. And this is the one that I said you don't know the dance for. Or it might be higher on your list. Copperhead Road. A fucking oh, yeah. banger of a song. If you know it, if you're, if you're, you know, once you're six drinks in, you got the boots on at the bar, the song comes on, people are doing the line dance, or at the wedding, it's a great one to know for weddings, because people, people will be like, wow, because you can really get into it, you can, there's like, there's a fair amount of, uh, I know, I don't, I actually know Copperhead Road, to be do you, honest, do you? I actually you, do, could you I do it, could, if, you, if you had to lead it, I, I went to a wedding where I had to lead it, I went to a work party where I had to lead it. That's a lot of pressure because you're you you'll never second guess yourself harder than when you have to lead the dance at a party where you're like I I can do it. I can't. I could probably could lead it. Yeah, I probably could lead it. Right, right. It wasn't that I like I saw like three other people were doing it and they were like, oh, we don't really know how to do it, but we kind of know how to do it. I was like, I think I know how to do it. And then you're doing it and then you're watching somebody else do it. You're like, do you know how to do it? You're like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I I'm pretty sure it's this and this and this and this and this and and that and that. And then we. And I was like, yeah. And then you feel the beat, and you're like, yeah, I, I know how to do yeah, it. You, you don't know how to do it. But, yes, <laughs> Copperhead Road is number three for me. Uh, number sure. two, Country Roads, man. Take me home, yeah, Country yeah, Roads. Yeah, I, I mean, was, I mean, come on. I, I was mean, thinking about putting that one an on absolute, I, An absolute banger when it comes on at the bar. Everybody sings it. It's just – and, you know, we've got a few friends from, like, West Virginia where it's a lot bigger, and, and you know, obviously in West Virginia. Of course. And I saw somebody talking on Twitter whether that's a bait, whether they're talking about Western Virginia or the actual state of West Virginia. Something to think about. Something to think about there. Maybe West Virginians. Maybe John Denver didn't write that song about you, uh, but you, he probably did. Uh, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, Take Me Home Country Roads is just a, a great song to come on when you're hammered. A great song to talk about. A great I, song. I do like playing life. that one at bars. Just, you know, for, like, the small jukebox mm-hmm, feed, just mm-hmm. to make everyone in the bar yell. Mm-hmm. I do like that. You're right. You're and my right. I num- probably should have had that one. And my that. number one is another song that you put in that you put in the jukebox at the bar to make everybody yell, especially in the Midwest, Friends in Low Places. Number one. <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, again, another you. one. Again, a few of these are just absolute bangers to scream while you're drunk and stuff like that. And uh, I think Country Roads and Friends in Low Places are just so laid back and so fun. As opposed to like Bohemian Rhapsody, like some kids get too into it, you know, like start the acting out, kids. start acting out all the things, and you're like, all right, this is this was fun, but now you're all right, this is you're a bit a bit much now. Um, rather bit cringe, rather, rather bit cringe, ain't it, bro? Uh, so yes, yeah, so uh, friends in low places at my number one spot. Yeah. It's just it just makes sense. Garth Brooks, absolute banger. It sucks because Garth Brooks won't put any of his music on like anything. So you have to find like yeah. bootleg versions, or you have to like well, get it off of I mean, YouTube or something like that. You know why he does it, right? To make money, yeah, to make the well, most yeah, amount of money. Well, yeah, it's because when you're the best-selling artist of literally all time, you can do that. Yeah, you might as well. So again, number five, Red Nose. Number four, Bohemian Rhapsody. Number three, Copperhead Road. Number two, Country Roads. Take me home. And number one, Friends in Low Places. Yeah, you know, you definitely went in a different direction than with me, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. no, that's fair. That's fair. See, I went more house party, and you went more bar. Oh, and, I think, I, and a, a shout out to any song by Ski Mask the Slump God for for a nice college pregame for sure. Oh yeah, oh oh, Speci- facts, facts. specifically Faucet Failure, but oh, it really banger. any song. But, I'm partial to Coolest Monkey in the Jungle personally. That weird beat, one, yeah. I do like the mm-hmm, weird beat mm-hmm, he's got. Mm-hmm, that's a good one too. All right, uh, so uh, we'll wrap it up here with uh, a little reflection in our uh, pop culture minute. Normally we do pop culture, but I think we're gonna do a reflection minute here. But uh, before we do that, we'll uh, shout out the socials. Owen, where can we find you at? Uh, like always, Twitch and Twitter at Domination7. That's Twitch and Twitter. Domination7, D-A-H-M-I-N-A-T-I-O-N-7. Seven, yes. And then, of course, uh, I've been Truman Steen, the Steam Machine. You can find me on Twitch or Twitter 
at S-T-E-E-H-N-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, and TikTok now, of course. Uh, we do Grub Buds on Mondays where we uh, eat new fast food items. We ate the crispy, the new crispy chicken sandwich from McDonald's this week and the filet fish and the shamrock shake. It was a whole McDonald's mukbang on Monday. Mm. Uh, and then we do this on Tuesdays live, and then uh, those podcasts come out on Spotify and Apple on Wednesdays. And uh, and then I just stream, like, fun stuff over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll stream Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights. But, uh, yeah, that's that's what's going on on Twitch.tv slash Team Machine. So I'm, I'm interested to see your uh, your score on, on the filet fish I'm very interested. It's fine. When I thought about it, I'll, you know, I'll give you just I'll, I'll give it to you. I put it at a sixty-five. Um, huh, that's, I thought that's I thought you had to break it a lot lower. It's like I thought I was going to rank it higher, and then I just was like, no, I don't really like that much. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I just don't I mean, crave it. So putting craving at a seventy. Yeah, but like I think that filet fish is one of those items that if you get like a really crispy, warm, fresh one, it can be very good. But like. You know, it's McDonald's. It's probably not going to happen mm-hmm. for you. Uh, well, so, I was just realizing like, per- last perfect night. Perfect storm. That piece of fish is just a little too thin for the bun. Yeah, I, I can feel that. I can Which feel is funny that. because like, they steamed get... the bun to make it nice and buoyant and bouncy and stuff like that. But right. like last night, I was like, this is too much fucking bread. Like, if you get a perfect one, a filet fish can be good. But other than that, if someone's like, hey, man, I'm going to, you're going to die if you don't eat two filet fish right now. It's like, okay, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. But it's not like, it's not like you, you would want to. Right. I, I would just, you know. I don't know. I'd do it, but uh, yeah. So that that'll that'll wrap up uh, pretty much everything. Let's uh, let's do our reflection minute. Normally it's pop culture minute, but let's do our reflection minute and uh, get out of here, Owen. Yeah. So I was just kind of thinking, you know, six months of podcast and how this has really been one of the most consistent things in my life for the last six months. Uh, changed jobs, you know. So th- this podcast has been more steady than my job. Uh, <laughs> Jeez, Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, uh, if any ad sponsors want to reach out to us so this can be our job. <laughs> really yeah, hey, hey, sponsorship pending. Dude, uh, dude I, I will, we'll shamelessly mention you no matter what. We'll literally stop in the middle of our NFL segment to say, you know what's really fucking good? McDonald's sandwiches. You know, I don't I don't care, you know, obviously. We'll, we'll yeah, do it. Yeah, for real, for real. If you want to sponsor a segment, you can donate to us on Twitch, dude. We'll talk about whatever you want. Yeah. Actually, that's a genius idea. You want to if you donate to us, you you donate five bucks to us on Twitch. We'll go over your segment. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll do it. We'll we'll, we'll name the segment after you. We'll name the whole goddamn show after you if you send us probably <laughs> probably ten dollars in a free meal. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I was just kind of thinking. It's kind of crazy how long we've been doing this, man. Yeah, this has been. I mean, if I think back to September, I guess my life hasn't changed much. My cha- my life changed a lot during that first half of quarantine. I had a yeah, lot of yeah, stuff yeah. happen where, like, I had, a, I had my grandpa passed away, like, late February and stuff like that. So, right. And then we went right into quarantine and all this stuff. And then I was, like, and we had transition from working from home and all that stuff. So, I guess my September hasn't changed that much. I think it's been a big transitional time for you, for sure. As you're, yeah, yeah. you know, starting to look at moving out, maybe, and, you know, getting, mm-hmm. and getting different jobs and all that stuff. Yeah, you definitely... You, this has been a, this has been a constant for you, and it's definitely oh, 2020 been. 2020 was nuts for me. 2020 was insane. Right, it's been a nice. Three different jobs, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> jeez. But it's but it has been a nice little constant. Sit here at Tuesdays, yeah. do our little stupid show, talk, shoot the shit with you, talk about nothing yeah. important. You yeah, know, it's nice. So, yeah, it has been a nice little constant. Uh, you know, and again, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you taking your time out. And I, yeah. you know, even when I send you the script at uh, 5 p.m. Mountain Time on a, on the day of the show, like we did today, <laughs> that's what I did to celebrate the half-year show. I said, oh, and I'm not going to send it to you until an hour and a half before the show this time, so you can't write down anything. But, uh... Well, yeah. yeah, I was uh, I was doing my availability for refing this weekend, and then I saw your email. I was like, oh, yeah! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You would think with so many reoccurring segments and things that I just changed like three words on each week that it would be like, oh, you could write this script in 20 minutes. And I can. But I don't until the last 20 minutes sometimes. So, but yeah, I do appreciate these six months here. I appreciate everything. You know, when I think about, you know, honestly, this podcast is one of the reasons I really started the Twitch was to be able to talk about sports here 
another reason was to like do the show with my dad. But honestly, if I had to think mm-hmm. of something that was in a longer works, it was this. I think we wanted to do this since college, yeah, since sophomore year of college, and it took us four years later to do it. But yeah. you know, and probably with a, di- a few different guests than we probably would have had if we would have started at sophomore year of college. We probably would have had <laughs> four or five people, and definitely uh, guys that could probably would probably. Some would probably still be able to come on. Some probably not. But uh, you know, I think I think we've had uh, a good run here. I think it's been a good six months. Uh, yeah, for sure. We're hoping, you know, for the listeners, we're hoping we're keeping it fresh. We're hoping we're keeping things different enough. Uh, yeah. You know, obviously we did the hard switch to the hockey and health podcast after uh, we lost that uh, big one. But uh, you know, it was just it was. Uh, so we appreciate you guys sticking out through, you know, for the guys that, you know, that we didn't see a big drop off during listenership for switching to football and stuff like that. And, you know, so I appreciate you guys still tuning in, listen to us talk about absolutely fucking nothing on here. You know, obviously hockey, hockey and health right now. But, you know, obviously we're probably not the most factual. We're not going to have any breaking news stories ever. The closest I ever got was one of my friends worked as a nurse at the at the hospital that Patrick Mahomes got his knee MRI'd at when he had that Denver game. But like, you know, she was like a good nurse. So she couldn't, she didn't tell me like what the results. Okay, good. Holy shit. I, I, I just tensed up. I was like, bro, she didn't break like HIPAA for this shit. No, no. She was just like, (laughs) she was like, Oh, I want to look at the scan really bad. It was just Patrick Mahomes has scanned his knee. And it was like, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't break that, please. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> so no. So no. It didn't didn't let me know anything. But I mean, it was just one of those things where you're like, damn. But that's the closest we've ever had to breaking news. So you know, literally, we appreciate anybody who listens. You know, for these six months. We're here, here. for the fun. Yeah, and we're here to do it for fun. You know, unless people start sponsoring us, then we're not. <laughs> then, then, yeah, straight up. We'll, we'll get yeah, way more serious. Yeah, we'll get way more serious, dude. <laughs> Oh, maybe we'll maybe we'll go work out a deal with some Kansas City bar. Go start filming the podcast in it once. Uh, once uh, I mean, maybe just Owen will film the podcast in, Can- in Kansas City bars once everything gets back to normal here. Maybe we'll mm. strike a little deal or something. But Ooh. you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. But again, we appreciate you guys being here. Owen, I appreciate you taking your time out for these last six months. I appreciate. Oh, while yeah. while I joke that maybe some of these things haven't changed that much, you know, it has been a nice constant. It has been a nice talking sports with you every Tuesday sure. night for oh, been six a pleasure, months man. Here. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, I guess we, this is where we wrap it up. If you made it this far listening, we appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Here's to another half year.